That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Uh, she was the buzz of the little town of Irwin at this point. Well, I, I imagine because Ir- there's not much going on in Irwin, right? Except but, for one big thing. You know, you, you know this. You know the story about Irwin. Don't I you? don't. So Irwin has a is has a no fly zone. Hey, Peter. Hey, Cecil. How's it going? Good. Welcome back to That Don't Sound Right. Hey, it's good to be back. It's good to be back with the TDSR community. I hope everyone enjoyed their their short week. Did you yeah. um, Did you get in a boat? I did not. Did you start uh, your loop? I did not start the loop. <laughs> Made me want to, though. I uh, know. I was busy with a uh, old car project. Yes. Well, I know. I know what that's all about. So I went to uh, with the assistant of some of your tools, uh, replaced a single re- a single reservoir brake cylinder okay. with a dual reservoir. All right, now you have redundant. Have redundant systems. That's exactly. Good. That's always good yeah. to have. And your brake system. Brake. Yeah, it's always good to have brake. And that's uh, it's interesting how things evolve. Like you would think it would be almost. Uh, intuitive that you would want to back up to a brake system. But when people put them in initially, they just had one reservoir, ran lines to all four brakes. That's right. And if one of those lines failed, it drained out your entire brake system. And then you you had other plans. So the... um, uh, yeah, so that was that was my Memorial Day project. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Yes, I didn't, I did not get on the water, but I did dream about it. I dreamed, dreamt about what it'd be like to uh, live on a boat for that long. Yeah, and I had, I, I think I was telling you, I had a friend who sold everything, sold their house, sold everything they had, and had a five-year-old and a three-year-old, and tried to circumnavigate the globe. That boat. That don't sound right. That. That's nuts. That's yeah. more than don't sound right. That's just that's, uh, yeah. I, I read I've read um I've read one book about sur- circumnavigating the globe, and what people went through to try to do it, especially in, in some of these races, and a lot of people don't make it. Right. I mean, in terms of they die. It's not that oh, yeah. they don't make it because they stop sailing. It's that they disappear. Did you see the fourteen year old girl that like? Went around the world. No, that's a it's a it's a like a Netflix documentary. Okay, it's fascinating. She made it. Well, there you go. In a little sailboat. That's 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 crazy. Yeah, like it's it's a. I'll have to remember the name of that that documentary. It's it's fascinating though. So I have a story for you tonight that does not involve. This one's completely on land. Okay. All right. And uh, the more I thought about, it, I'll probably change the names to protect the innocent in this one. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, guys that backpack with me will know the know the name instantly. But I got you. Now, is this part of the backpacking series? This is part of the backpack backpacking sub series. Okay. All right. Yeah. This is our backpacking series. So um, we were backpacking um, near the Irwin, Tennessee area. Yes. And so we were using a shuttle service uh, from Uncle Johnny's hostel. I've been to Uncle Johnny's. Yeah. yeah. So Uncle Johnny and. Uh, Aunt Charlotte is and his wife Charlotte. Oh, I didn't know about Aunt Charlotte. Yeah, 
And so they um, they have a hostel there. So we had gotten back to Uncle, we'd gotten Uncle Johnny's, and um, Uncle Johnny was talking about a young woman who was now living at the hostel. All right. She was probably in her 20s. She's living there. Yeah. Not temporarily. Just, just uh, she's living there for a few weeks. Okay. And very attractive young lady has lived there. And so Uncle Johnny mentions this young lady to us several times uh, during the during the shuttle. All right. And uh, asking had we met her while we were at the hostel. Well, it turns out that this the reason this young lady uh, was living at the hostel is because her and her husband, or her and her fiance, excuse me, her and her fiance, were backpacking the entire Appalachian Trail. Okay. And they had started in Georgia. All right. As you usually do. As you usually do. Most people start in the south and go northbound, in northbounders, in B. And they uh, had hiked until they got to Uncle Johnny's, at which point he abandoned her. Ooh. He now, ba- really? He left her <laughs> at the hostel. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. So they're engaged. They've hiked what from Georgia. Left? Does he like get a taxi and leave, or does he keep hiking without her? He keeps hiking without her. Oh, that don't sound right. What did that he do don't that sound for? Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You've made it that far with her. What? What could possibly? Did like how did did you hear? How did that go down? It just he decided that they were not going to be together anymore, and so he hikes on without her and leaves her in the care of. Uncle Johnny. Uncle Johnny. Sure. So is this a situation where he said, look, you stay here, I'm going on, or is it a situation she wakes up in the morning and he's gone? And he's just gone. He's just started hiking. I don't remember. I don't know. Now, she was the buzz of the little town of Irwin at this point. Well, I, I imagine because there's not much going on in Irwin. Right. Except for one big thing. You know you know this, You know know this. the story about Irwin, don't I you? don't. So Irwin has a, is, has a no-fly zone over it. Really? Because evidently in Irwin, Tennessee, is a place where they, is the word, um, it's not manufacture, but it's they purify uranium and plutonium and radioactive. Really? Radioactive materials. In Irwin? For either fuel or weapons. I forgot which it is. Really? But either way, there's a no-fly zone. You cannot fly over Irwin, Tennessee. I didn't know because that. they do not want anyone getting close to wherever they do this to cause a, right. you know, a, nu- a nuclear yeah. incident. That's uh, that makes me have a different. Uh, There's a sex term. This might be a second topic. Sex, to talk second about. topic. So, anyways, it fascinated me that if you had made it that far with anyone, that you would feel like you needed to abandon them. And I mean. Do you know what I'm saying? So maybe the listeners need to understand how far they've come, they've gone. So they started in Georgia. Started in Georgia. So in Irwin, Tennessee. So Georgia, the Georgia they're probably section's two 100 months, miles. Are they about two months into the trip? At least. Yeah. If not three. So they've done the 100 miles in Georgia. I guess this is a 90, 100-mile section. And so from Georgia to Irwin is probably, what, 300 miles? Yeah, maybe? I mean, this is a... It's a commitment at this point. Well, well, clearly it was, it was not. not a commitment. It was still it, it was something that they get, he got out of. Right. How bizarre! So I imagine she's heartbroken. She she's didn't crushed. seem heartbroken. Hey, did you meet her? I met her and talked to her. Okay. So when we finished our hike, we came out. So he, Uncle Johnny, shuttled us up to the trailhead. All right. And then as we hiked, we ended up back at Uncle Johnny's. Okay. Okay. So we we went. 
so the, south. He, yeah, he shuttled us south. And then the thing that we had hoped for years that would happen with Uncle Johnny is that Uncle Johnny and Aunt Charlotte asked us to stay for dinner. Okay. And so they were cooking for some people that were at the hostel, and yeah. we got to stay and eat with them. And she was there, and so we got to meet and talk to her that night. Now, it was hard to talk to her because some of the local boys had were— they were in town. They were vying, they, 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 vying for her attention yes, that's yeah, right. at that point. Um, uh, but I got to catch a little bit of her story, mostly from Uncle Johnny. And, uh, yeah, so she seemed to be uh, recovering pretty quickly. Okay, um, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe, yeah. maybe this wasn't as a devastating blow as <laughs> we might think it, it was. It was hard to tell, but it was a fascinating thing to see happen on the trail because normally that cements the bond together. I mean, you know. I can see it, though, splitting it up. If it's not, I mean, if there's be, if there's a bad habit, right. it's going to come out on the Appalachian yeah, Trail. <laughs> and maybe you know, maybe it saved them from a bad, oh, bad yeah. mistake. That's right. <laughs> I've always wanted to know what happened to her, though. Oh right, like the rest of the story. All right. Did she what... end up with a local boy in Irwin, Tennessee? Did she go into uranium testing? Did yeah, she, or did she just? She just go. Did she continue on the right? Did was she, she just was wait? she planning on going on the she trail? She did not look like she was going to keep going on the trail. Okay. I think she was. I think her trail days were over. All right. I bet you. You know, this probably brings back bad memories now. Yeah. You know, she's driving somewhere, and you know, some places where the road will cross the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. I bet you she sees that and just right. sends shudders down her spine. Or, or she's very thankful. Right. Right. She dodged a bullet. <laughs> So yeah, it's I I I had never seen that because like I said, you know, I've met you know I've met couples on the trail over the years, yeah, and, right. and they that was they're both into it, and they're you know they hiked the Appalachian Trail together, and it cemented their love together forever. And, <laughs> but yeah, I guess if you had any flaw in your relationship, the trail's going to bring it. Oh up. man, yeah, it's hard enough not to you know with people that you really like. I mean, you, you're pretty close to them. That's right. That's right. There's nowhere there's shelters. There's tents. Yep. Yeah, there's just things are going to show up. Yeah, so it's uh, that thing I like about the trail, especially when you're hiking with a group like that, is you can spread out. Mm-hmm. So uh, my group, we hike a lot together, but then there's also times where we spread out. Right. And everybody has a little bit of space, and, which is nice. Which I, so I have some words of wisdom to go along with this episode. Okay, it's laid on me, man. So it came from a terrible, terrible person then we don't we don't we, we, we don't need to sit <laughs> well, we don't need to say who this person it, is. it wasn't a terrible person but so i was when i was young i heard this guy say this but i think now i'm gonna add my own twist to it and i think that's truth so this we as older gentlemen are giving advice to younger guys and so what it is is when you're in if you are in love with a young lady and you want to start giving gifts or you're engaged or you're married don't start high on the gifts. Because <laughs> you're going to have a lot of gift-giving opportunities. You have to, you have to build it up. <clears throat> you got to build it up. I and mean, if you start high, you've got nowhere to go. That's right. It's all downhill from then. It is. Because the way I figure it, in a relationship, you've got Christmas, Mother's Day, birthday, anniversary, Valentine's Day, at least. So you have at least five give gift-giving opportunities Per year. Per year, that's right. So I've been married 30 years. Yep. So that means I've had to come up with 150 gifts. At a minimum. At a minimum. At a minimum. Which I'm happy to do, but that's hard to do. It's hard to sustain. It's hard to sustain. It's hard to be creative every you know, single time. And it's that's just tough. 
So you need to you need to start slow, pace yourself, and build. <laughs> it's it's about pacing yourself. Right? Pace. Yeah, I'm not saying you can't do nice stuff. Right. And I'm saying I'm not saying you can't do grand stuff. I'm just saying, just pace yourself. That sounds like wise words. Now maybe um, maybe the, this guy who who left his fiance back realized that this is the best trip he's going to provide her. Right. <laughs> he's got nowhere else to go, so he miles his bail. I think <laughs> I think this might have been an instance of not pacing yourself. Might have been because maybe he said, "Hey, let's." You know, they should have started small with some day hikes. Oh, right. And maybe he said, hey, let's hike the Appalachian Trail. And she's in love. And so she's like, yeah. Of course. And then they get to Irwin and they realize, you know what? We're not in love. This is not. Yeah, yeah. We're not that much in love. We're not that much in love. (laughs) So, man, they should have paced themselves. All right. Are you a good gift giver? Oh, probably not. (laughs) I have my moments of creativity. But... um, I think often these days I just fall back onto, what would you like, honey? Right. Because I'd rather get something that she'd like than to get something she's met about. You right. know what I mean? We're uh, we're probably treading in dangerous territory as we as we talk, but yeah, you're right. So as you when you're young, you don't have any money. Right. And so you're leaning heavily on creativity usually. Right. But when you get to our stage in life, you have more disposable income, and at that point, usually both of you can buy. For the most part, what you want to buy. Right, right. So it's not like you. There's probably you still nothing. Still got to pace yourself though, because you don't have that much. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. You might not have, uh, but but there's nothing you need. Right, would be my guess. That's kind of how it goes down. Yeah, and there's nothing that she needs. Right. Yeah, all your needs are met. So it's how do you make her feel special? Right. So how do you make her With feel special? Gift. So then that gets into the whole. Then you can jump back into creativity. Then you jump back in creativity. Are you a good gift giver? I have my moments. All right. But as I've aged, I've become, it's been, it's gotten harder. Yes. To do. It's, it's gotten harder to really Well, you're, you're running out of pace. Again. You're in Irwin, Tennessee. I'm a hundred, <laughs> I'm 150 <laughs> gifts into this that's at this right. point. So that's long, that's long. The, you know, one of the, the biggest hits I had with a gift? What's that? Is we had done something and I had a ticket stub from it and I made a, it took 25 cents and I made a bookmark out of it. All right. All right. And she loved that. Genius. So that was a good gift. There's some words of wisdom right there. That's some words of wisdom. Put that, yeah. put that in your gift, uh, yeah. your gift basket. I've also made really expensive gaffes too, which oh, are probably for other yeah. episodes. But yeah, maybe we need to start the uh, the gift giving series. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think there's like um, there's some people that really are great at gifting gifts. They you know kind of understand what's you know kind of what makes somebody tick. And oh, they, right. And that's their. That's their um, love language, and mm-hmm. that's how they express themselves. And man, that's I think it's awesome. When somebody that is a really, really cool gift. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there are some people in my yeah. life that they don't even have to ask; they give gifts, and they do a great job. Yeah, it's, and I almost wish we could get to the point where I wish I could get where I could just accept that and not feel like I also had to be a good gift giver back. Just accept, accept the gift, the gift from the good gift. Turn giver. around, yeah, give the gift card, right. <laughs> Wait, you know, the gift card thing is fascinating to me because, like, let's say you and I had, let's say we were people, that we, we're not gift exchangers with each other. That's right, right. But if we were. Right, okay. And I gave you a $25 gift card on your birthday. Sure. And then on my birthday, you gave me a $25 gift card. Yes. All we've done is, is exchange dollars. That's right. And at Christmas, I, I get the impression that that's what happens a lot of times. Unfortunately. Yeah. But you, it's, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it gets, it gets into... 
get what you want. Yeah, <laughs> which isn't really want. a gift. Well, it, still, I mean, it is a it is a gift. I mean, it's you, almost you, like permission. You've right? provided them the resources to get something that they want. They right. might not have bought themselves. But then they've turned around and provided you with the same resources that you just gave to them. So you can get something you want. want. That's, right. Yeah. It's almost like you could cut out the middleman in that Just go get what scenario. you want. Just go get what you want. Right, right. So I have a good friend who he his philosophy is that if he wants to get your gift, he'll get your gift when he wants to get your gift. But um, he doesn't like to be told that he has to get your gift on a particular day. So like, he's very anti Valentine's Day. Right. I think he would say he was probably anti the any type of manufactured holiday. I would say though, I mean there's just no way he could tell uh, someone who's close to him on their birthday is like, I'm not buying your birthday. No, no, I don't think he, birthday. I don't think it's a hard and fast rule. I'm just saying, I think, <laughs> yeah, theoretically he would say a gift means more if I just give it to you spontaneously right. instead of on a day when someone is forcing me to give you that right. gift. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Not forcing, it. but yeah. I don't think he's probably right. Manufactured the... Manufactured it. Yeah, because Valentine's Day is... Manufactured the exchange. We yeah. can have an all out, a whole episode on my anti-Valentine's Day... Are you anti-Valentine's Day? Yeah, my, the, the holiday that I've cre- our family has created. Yeah. We could, we could spend a whole episode on that. That your family A lot created. of people would say, that don't sound right. Like, you're crazy, Billman. Why would you do that? Not to, have, not to do Valentine's Day? Not to Day? celebrate Valentine's Day. Yeah. Do you not? That sounds like something would happen on an Appalachian Trail. Right, right. Right before and someone said adios. Right, right before someone left you. Yeah, yeah. The, um, anyways, that's my story for tonight. All right, man. So. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, like you said, if this podcast takes off, maybe that person will contact us and let us know. Oh man, what I would love to know what happened. <laughs> I would love to know what happened. Well, it doesn't sound right, but you have come to another end. That don't sound right. <laughs> so, thanks okay. for being with us. I uh, want to point out to everyone again: if you've never been listening to our podcast before, we do have a a little community going that you can connect with us through Instagram or Gmail or Facebook. Yeah. So look us up. And I've started checking the Facebook more regularly. So uh, if you're trying to be a friend on Facebook, I've started taking care of that. So the, the podcast on Instagram is TDSR podcast on Instagram. And the Gmail is TDR TDSR podcast at gmail.com. Very good. Well, y'all stay curious. Do I say stay curious? No, you say stay curious. I say stay curious. Y'all keep talking. And y'all stay curious. Mm -hmm.